Hey folks, it's Jeremy. I have a couple of things to talk to you about before we get into the main part of the episode. Uh, the first is if you would like to support this podcast or this network, the best place to do so is at patreon.com slash duckvtv. It is the one-stop shop for all of your ways to support the network, and you get a bunch of goodies besides. Um, the second thing is the audio in this episode is going to sound a little bit weird and rougher than usual. We uh, we were recording, and uh, the power at Gary's house died, and he lost all of his uh, the recordings that he had made thus far. So for the first half of the show, we're relying on uh, my Discord audio recording, which uh, sounds fine. It's perfectly listenable. It's just not up to the usual kind of duckfeed.tv standards. So sorry about that, but nothing can be done. Uh, At least we had a backup and we didn't have to do one of those weird like, do you remember this time we were made this joke kind of episodes? That would have been horrible. Anyway, uh, this is Avengers episodes three and four. And uh, coming in two weeks will be Avengers 5 and 6. Check out daysoffuturecast.com slash schedule if you want to keep up with the show. I don't know why you would. All of these episodes are terrible. And uh, enjoy the episode. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all of the Marvel cartoons that you absolutely do not want to watch. Please do not watch these cartoons. They're so bad. <laughs> all the car- cartoons that you that were so widely be tolerated in the 90s. I, um, I I cannot believe how terrible these are, Gary. <laughs> They're not yeah, good. Yeah, this is not this is not a good show. I I so this episode. I said this last time because uh, we, we we thought we were going to record all four of them mm-hmm. uh, at once. These first four, and we didn't. Um, I think these ep- these two episodes are better than the first two. Sure, I'll, the I'll first agree. two were extremely bad. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess I'll agree with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Testicular and, torture is not is is worse than um, toe torture. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yep. And and I think that the uh, I think the sixth episode of this is like one. It tries to have a point. Two. I think it's pretty funny, not on purpose. Like I laugh, a little. it introduces Captain America. That'll be next episode. And Captain yeah. America in this, there's a couple lines that are among the, the funniest shit uh, that, that I've seen. It's all terrible though. Like this is a really terrible cartoon. We made a really bad mistake. And the, um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, excuse me. I just want to, I just want to make sure that we have the, the, I will clearly aligned out of who, who made what decision on this podcast. You, <laughs> you made a terrible mistake in suggesting, suggesting this. I was like, I was like, why don't we watch something good, Gary? And Gary was like, no, absolutely not. No, Let's no, go no, back to friend. 1999 for this Avengers yep. show that yep. I've never watched. And also sure. you don't even know about. Yep. And I'm like, no, I remember being pretty cool. Uh, and <laughs> Do you remember episode three? That's just called Kang. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you love Kang, right? It's a cool product or something. Everybody um, loves Kang. <laughs> I, don't, I actually do like Kang. Um, the uh, <laughs> voice is everybody loves Kang, voiced by Chris Rock. It's yeah, Kang growing up Kang, in the man. in Brooklyn yeah. in the 1970s. <laughs> like, uh, I know you wanna leave me, Kang, Kang, Kang. <laughs> uh, I do like Kang. 
Um, yeah, King's a good not in guy. this not in this cartoon. No, he's God, a really no. he's a really nice guy. He loaned me like four hundred bucks for rent one time, so it's really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you need to bury a body, King will uh, zap it through time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like they made a movie about it. It's called Looper. Um, yeah, I was wrong, uh, and this this is a real bad cartoon. Uh, but here's the thing about dragging you into mud, Jeremy, is that uh, even if you get out of it, you're still dirty, man. Like we we are in this mud, we gotta fucking get why, out of it. Why do you say that like it's a positive thing? You <laughs> you're like, oh no, wait. The thing about buying a car at six point six percent interest is that you can pay it off early and not have to owe that extra money. No, no, you just said I'll I'll get out of this, but being as dirty as I was, the worst. I think it, the same what I said. I, it's almost like I said uh, the thing about buying a car at six point six interest is you can make payments. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just, you know. yeah, is that you're gonna imagine owe 6.6% interest is what you just yeah. told me <laughs> yeah imagine how fun it is to like pay bills um no i think it builds character uh and i and <laughs> i think that uh for me and you i'm not trying to be patronizing i think that i could use character and then uh also we're gonna learn a lot about uh sections of the marvel universe like when else were we going to talk about kang yeah, th- you know? th- this is absolutely. We're never going to see uh, Kang in the MCU. Um, yeah, we will see at one point um, absorbing man in the MCU. Like that's that's gonna that's a thing that, that exists. By the way, it's extremely weird when it happens too. Um, like that, it, it's a weird absorbing man. <laughs> what, you've seen absorbing man in the MCU. There's a the um, in the uh, uh, the first Incredible Hulk movie, the Ang Lee one. That's basically what the bad guy is. They don't call him that. Uh, but he has the same kind of powers until he turns into a gigantic like CGI monster. Is that is that Edward Norton or is that the one before Edward Norton? Before Edward Norton. Okay, so I don't, I don't, with, um, I don't actually know that I've seen that Incredible Hulk. Oh, no, movie. no, it is it is Edward Norton. It is Edward so, Norton? Wait, okay. well, no, no, who, who are the two people who played him? Um, it's like Edward Norton and... Because um, they, they switched it to Mark Ruffalo with the Avengers. Yes. So yeah, yes. Pre, pre-Edward Norton uh, when it was... Uh, oh, uh, Eric Bana. I think. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't remember that at all. I'm, I'm yeah. googling this right here to see if I can get a. Um, yeah, Eric, yeah, Eric Bana. Bana. Is that's the, that's yeah. a weird casting choice. It's a really bad movie. People, this is. It's one of those movies where people keep coming and be like, you know, it's time to reevaluate the the, the Angley Hulk, and I'm like, no, it's fucking not. Stop doing that. Stop trying to reevaluate the prequels. Stop trying to try anything that was bad is still fucking bad. It's <laughs> it's all bad. It's yeah, don't yeah. don't don't go back and be like the underappreciated movies of the 1970s. No, no, they're just yeah. bad movies. They're, yeah, just, it's bad. they're only good because they're 82 minutes long. That's the only thing yeah. they have going. Do <laughs> <laughs> you believe in magic now or something? What happened? What do you think changed with this fucking movie? Like it's it's the same fucking movie. I was um, um I was referring to in the um Agents of Shield TV show Absorbing Man shows up and is actually like a reasonably developed character um like that that show does a really weird job of developing strange marvel characters you wouldn't think would work on screen like Deathlock or Absorbing mm-hmm. Man um, um or uh Mockingbird had a had a time on that show before she got cast in something else um so like it it, it you know like we we will see that those people but also in this show it doesn't like there's a point in um I don't know if it, is it these two episodes? No, it's actually not. I guess we could yeah. talk about swordsmen in the episode today like Hell yeah, we can. Where 
like who is this guy why is he dressed so weird what are his motives like that the questions this cartoon brings up are never answered whatsoever and it's just mind-boggling to me someone in our chat i I believe it was my said that uh this is basically turned into the abject suffering period of days of future (laughs) cast and (laughs) the only reason i'm willing to roll with you on these cartoons is because i feel like you guys play enough you you guys play about 22 minutes of bad video games and abject suffering and Mm -hmm. talk about bullshit and these episodes are only about 22 minutes long that's the only reason i'm willing to roll with you on this yeah yeah Yeah. and because you're in the mud and you got to pay the bills and now you're fucking dirty i like like how your idea of being in the mud is that you can only just walk out of in the mud like gary i own a shower i can just go (laughs) clean off the shower hey jeremy guess fucking what the shower is wolverine too oh no it's coming <laughs> i don't want i don't want to shower daddy i don't want to shower been your whole goddamn life um, <laughs> so uh oh. for for people that maybe just uh joining us and wondering why a show called days of future cast is covering the avengers we have we have finished the x-men animated series we have covered mm. a lot of the movies um we kind of dipped into the spider-man series and talked about like the x-men crossover is there and uh, now we have decided to dip into the 1999 Avengers United They Stand series. We've covered episodes one and two. We're going to cover episodes three and four on this episode that you're listening to mm-hmm. today. Uh, this show is about the Avengers having extremely unpredictable armor. <laughs> I guess yeah, the, is the, the best the, way to describe it. <laughs> the, the, dumb, the dumb armor adventures of the worst Avengers uh, is what we're dealing with here. It's, it's vaguely the West Coast Avengers, characters who I like, but this show is trying to get me not to like them. And we'll see if I still like them by... Uh, episode 13 um let, let's get into it let's do it let's get into it with uh with episode 48 here uh kang is the name of this episode episode 48 of our show episode four uh three of this show kang uh the avengers battle kang the conqueror a time traveler attempting to take over the world succinct imdb uh i i need to go look up um the tv db database because when i look at this in my like cody application on my on my TV, like all of the descriptions are five sentences long and all like three out of five sentences end, end with question marks. Like, will the Avengers be able to conquer Kank? Like, <laughs> so I think I'm doing us a disservice by looking at IMDb for these episode synopses. So hopefully in the next, in the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll have better synopses. Uh, this, this starts out with our buddy Falcon. Gary, have you noticed uh, that every time we don't necessarily get that, like, weird saxophone but every time the falcon is on the screen they definitely do that same theme song that they did in the first couple episodes yeah yeah falcon's got a theme he's he's a breakout character of this i think is what they're going for (laughs) is that what they're doing i don't know what they're doing um of course i don't know what they're doing uh um yeah he does have a theme song but i like it because then you know when falcon's on screen that's true um like if let's say you're looking at your phone because this show is extremely (laughs) hard to watch (laughs) Yes. Let's say you have 17 tabs open uh, <laughs> while trying to watch this show. Oh, God. Um, Let me try to find the one with the little uh, speaker icon on my Chrome tabs. Where's yeah. it at? Where's it at? Christ. Yeah. So so this starts off with Falcon. He's getting some downtime. Mm-hmm. Him, and his, him and his nephew, are, uh, they're getting a personal tour of this museum. And uh, the, the, the extremely permissive museum, like, attendant <laughs> here, <laughs> like, like, lets him handle the merchandise right off. It's the uh, uh, it's it's the dude from uh, Jurassic Park, which just lets uh, um, 
the the two people just like run in and like touch the egg dinosaur the, the eggs that's about to crash yeah. hatch right like that's that's what this is it's like oh yeah here's a here's a vase that we found in ancient egypt <laughs> okay. and imported to new york why don't you touch it and put it on this pedestal like that seems like yeah. a, a, a thing for a nine-year-old to do well like he you know obviously the 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 worry the real worry would be that he would break it um i don't think he could have predicted what actually happens <laughs> So, so to this museum guy's credit, like, uh, no one could have predicted this. Because, <laughs> museum uh, guy looks at the screen like Jim Halpert and says, I thought it was apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, the, uh, so, so the kid, kid, uh, puts the, it's like, it's like a weird, like, like obelisk thing to, he puts it in the statue. Um, it starts cracking and, uh, breaks off, uh, and blows up, uh, blowing up another vase that happens there which summons Kang. Uh, now we have Kang. Um, <laughs> who stands up shoot, shooting lasers out of his hands. I think Kang's design is actually pretty cool in this. It's gonna, better gonna, than any say, of the Avengers that he will fight. I agree. Yes. I, I'm going to say nice things when they come up. Um, I love how, I love how garish his colors are. Like yeah, he's all yeah. fuchsia and pink and purple and shit. Like he's all super bright colors. Like um, I like him. He's um he he could be worse. I I will definitely say that. Like and um no. I guess immediately we get this armor montage. Uh it's it's increasingly bizarre the way they time these armor montages. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. just one character, sometimes it's after an Avengers assemble. Like I I kind of assumed going yeah. into this that you know, Hank Pym would say Avengers Assemble and we'd get the whole montage. But sometimes a character is like, I'm going to England and there's a monta- montage yeah. about them getting their armor on. <laughs> so it's very it's funny. Also, the, the opening sequences of this, the uh, the theme song is mostly uh, them putting their armor on. Yeah, that's all and it I is. Think one of the episodes we're, we're covering this time, the armor sequence happens like 45 seconds after the beginning of the episode. Like, <laughs> just watched it. Yeah, dude, I, um, I remember from the intro. Yeah. I got you. Uh, so King uh, King pulls out an orb, uses this orb to summon a bunch of batteries not included, and the batteries not included fly around and freeze people in time by turning them into statues, doing the visions move. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Avengers show up. The Avengers uh, fly fly up uh, the armor up, and they get in their their Quinjet, and they uh, they head over to uh, to find uh, find Kang. Yeah, he he has he has flown himself to the top of the museum. His his whole deal is that he's looking for an obelisk, which I thought that he already had, but like it was a totally different obelisk. But no, obs- and that's so many obelisks. I can't Jeremy, it's up. one of my favorite things about this is that I think that he was just inside that pot. <laughs> like I, I don't think he actually needed the thing. I don't think he needed the thing either. Like it feels like he, he could have just, just done this without all the extra bullshit. He was just tiny. The uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Not not Kitty Kang. <laughs> he's, he's he's you know adult king um we, we also so the, get uh when when tigra and uh hawkeye like kind of fly out of the avenger ship to attack they do they perform the up aa maneuver dude, I, dude, uh, dude, yeah up, up double a i love uh, the, the the code names for all of their maneuvers i wish yes. the avengers movies had this i really do <laughs> <laughs> i just want someone to yell at jeremy renner like up double a and just have him like brood about it i just want jeremy um, renner to be wow. in another avengers movie is that too much to yeah, ask <laughs> yeah he, he's got if they don't give him a part in infinity war 2 jeremy oh, renner man. should uh, go make, make the 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 hurt locker room or whatever the sequel is going to be but like the um so the up double a move maneuver we have to talk about it so it's called up double a that he yells him to do it and tigra uh jumps on top of one of these batteries not included and then hawkeye goes and here's the double a and the double a is him firing two arrows at the same thing 
when I feel like one really would have sufficed. No, man. Um, Is there ever been a situation where you could do one thing where two wouldn't have been better? Mostly true, actually. <laughs> yeah. And this, this blows up one of the batteries not included, but they're not even like, they're just fighting robots inside the thing. Like Kang is upstairs uh, on top of the roof, like addressing the rest of the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, and they're yeah. literally not doing anything, but I guess saving Falcon at this point, I guess. At the, yeah, like, I guess maybe. that's true. Yeah. Because yeah, um, they show, they show all the people who were frozen in time thaw out. Um, <laughs> like they're fine. Like the, you know, they only get frozen for a moment. It's the weakest, uh, weak ass time conqueror I've ever seen. And, and no, none of the Avengers who are on the roof uh, fight Kang. Like they stand and watch him talk, and then Kang walks away, and only one of the Avengers follows him like a fucking superhero. <laughs> like it is so dumb. Which feels like, like a c- kind of a comic book thing of this time. Like not necessarily yeah. of the late '90s, but of the time where I feel like they're pulling from, which is like kind of like yeah, that's true. Silver Age comic books of 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 just a bunch of heroes like looking at a dude and yelling at him a whole lot, maybe try to punch a guy, and then just everybody walks away from each other. Like it's very, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very much Mister Sinister just like scurrying away in an alley, right? Like from the X Men yeah. animated series very much so um so king king goes through the floor vision follows him hawkeye does the single a maneuver but it doesn't get through king's shield uh king is just kind of staying there waiting while arrow after arrow bounces off of his force field um and uh the the hank pym is like you know okay guys like hold up something's going on everyone just shoots things that bounce off of king's force field for the while like king has an impregnable force field did you say impreg king is impreg is that... He is. A, he is. He's. He's, he's uploaded a dot impreg file. He is. Uh, he is. Uh, he is played by Norton Reedus and his uh, yeah. Norman Reedus. Norman Fetus. Yeah. <laughs> it's Norman Reedus, the funky fetus. Um, the, the important thing that happens here before uh, before Tiger gets hurt is that uh, Falcon finds the 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 thing they keep calling the obelisk, like the weird little vase thing, puts it in a tech suitcase and walks away. Yeah. So uh, he gets out of there to protect it from Kang. Uh, and and you mentioned Tiger. Uh, Tiger tigra getting hurt uh she doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. get hurt as so much as she gets aged uh yeah if 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 you don't if you're not following along with this if you're not watching the show and please do not watch the show <laughs> don't go, don't go down this journey with us tigra is basically like a orange cat person like she's she yeah. is uh the cheeto man who is what's the cheeto man's guy the um oh chester cheeto chester cheeto he, she, a female version of that like a picture of that mm-hmm. and uh you guys can imagine <laughs> nah, dude yeah <laughs> please stop. this is not everything to guppy we do not need that asmr yeah. <laughs> i'm not asking you to give me a tigre cheat code um although if you want to talk about sora by the way i'm, I'm into that yeah no, blocked this um <laughs> this is going to come out much later but uh a, a mutual friend of ours sent in a um a uh a, what we call a, a fuck mary hunt in the monster of the week category of sora okay. uh sora goofy and i think daffy like <laughs> and I'm like I don't I don't know which one I'm gonna do man I really don't I don't know what what we're yeah. gonna do on that <laughs> anyway hunt them all and masturbate and then live alone yeah or just um, delete the internet is what I'm gonna do for that yeah. uh, Tigra comes back uh, not orange anymore but uh, gray haired like she she's extremely aged like she has gray yeah. hair she doesn't she's not really spry she's su- still super skinny so she's on that vegan shit you know what I'm saying like she's still a I mean, she's yeah, still like, doesn't uh, fuck with her metabolism. She's a gilf, yeah. is what, I guess. Was what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's still got Rogue's voice. The voice doesn't change. Yeah, um, because so we this is a uh, Kang. So we we skipped over something a little bit where Kang goes up to the top of the city as a giant hologram and says, "Hey, I need my obelisk back," and releases time waves that age the city and age the people in it. 
Yeah. And uh, this is where Tiger gets gets tagged by the the aging thing. Like it makes buildings crumble. People are like turning into old men on the street. Like I think this is legitimately pretty neat. Again, I'm gonna call out good things when they happen. It's not a good cartoon. <laughs> um, I think this is a cool like you know because the Avengers know giving him the thing is gonna make him worse but he's got a lot of power here like kang is serious business and in the comics like kang is an a-list avengers villain like kang is a big avengers villain so i like the idea of um kang selectively making things age um so like we get tiger aging or we get like some some real like shitty teens aging into like short old men which i think is really <laughs> hilarious uh but also like the steel beams of buildings and stuff like going to dust and like collapsing i think yeah. that's, i think that's legit like scary like oh you're not only like projecting these time things to be like weird and scary. Like you can actually make things decay, and that that's actually mm. kind of terrifying for a a villain to do. I think so too. Like I think it's a cool. Like I don't think that's what Kang can do. I think he's a time traveler. I don't think he's a time, uh, you know, time shooter. Uh, but it it is cool. So the Avengers spend a bunch of time just kind of fucking figuring shit out. They're hanging out in their mansion. The Vision puts an Avengers DVD in. Uh, that's marked as the Avengers so they can uh, they can analyze the obelisk and Hawkeye's yelling and he's real pissed and he points he actually aims his arrow at the screen when it shows King so he's got some object permanence like <laughs> problems. Yeah. The, the the amount of time that these these Avengers spend staring at screens of stuff that either has just happened or that they just did is ridiculous yeah. it's gonna be a re- recurring theme in this yeah show. man I was gonna say like one of the things about this cartoon is the links they'll go to to not animate things. Like so many times a character is just stock still and they just move their anime. Like the vision never moves his arms. He just, they just move the entire unit just like left and right. Cause he, cause he, you know, he, he levitates, but it's much, it's not like just worse animated than the X-Men. It's much less animated. Like yeah. a lot of times things just don't move. They just zoom in or move to the side. Um, and that, that screen stuff, people just standing around stock still watching screens of things that already happened. Like it just feels, it just screams like budget concern. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're spending all of their money in their armor montages. So <laughs> that's the most so that animated that. show that this, 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 the most animated the show ever gets. One of my favorite things that happens here is so Kang uh, is spying on them remotely. Uh, they watch the DVD. Kang comes to, and the Avengers Mansion does like they do an armor montage, and the Avengers Mansion uh, like up, does its security, which we've seen before. Um, there's a tower in the Avengers Mansion that like people would definitely live in that just goes under and then comes back as a gun. And just imagine somebody being crushed in the gears if they were up there or something like that. Like so many dead Avengers. Like that's where fucking Jack Jack of Hearts is. Just like crushed between the gears. Do you remember how much I loved in um the X-Men animated series every time like with those turrets would pop out with a little toupee of grass on top of it? Just like yeah. picture a Morlock underneath <laughs> getting crushed to death yeah. every time they popped up or down. It's very hilarious <laughs> to me. I'm actually kind you of stay away from bad ceiling. <laughs> Leech doesn't want to go near the bad ceiling. <laughs> Stormy was supposed to protect us. Storm's yeah. like, I don't know who the fuck you guys are. What's who are you? <laughs> so I think Ant Man does some science to the obelisk and kind of figures all this stuff out. Like he he, he kind of connects through, through himself the ant to control it. helmet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's weird that Hank Pym like kind of does all of his science by shrinking down or by like putting his shrink down helmet against something. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's pretty much yep. all of the science that he does, which is very hilarious considering like episode six that we're going to get to a little bit later tonight. It's oh my god, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I just, I am, I am so into the man who can shrink and, and like, he's a scientist. We talked about this. Like he's a scientist. That's part of his thing. But here, the way they, they don't know how to animate science. So they just, they take the guy who can grow or shrink or control ants and make him uh, make that how he does it. He gets a vision of the, this dystopian future of Kang that feels like it lasts like five minutes. It doesn't, it's much shorter than that, but it's extremely long of just like showing a, a future like dystopia when Kang is in control, essentially just like established stakes. Like if Kang gets his, uh, it's his thing, that's what he's going to do. And they learn like what, and eventually, and it's multiple parts too. It shows uh, everybody, uh, you know, Kang taking over, getting the will of the people, suppressing the people. And then eventually people taking Kang's power obelisk and sending it back through time. So uh, it went to ancient Egypt and it wasn't until he could bust out of that base uh, and get it that he's able to, uh, uh, to, to kind of make his power grab again. Yeah, and, and leading up to this, he destroyed, like, as, as Hank's going to tell us a little bit later, millions of lives. Like, he, he is yeah. he sacrificed millions of lives upon the way to do all of this stuff. So, like, you know, good Avengers villain, I think. Like, this is a, yeah. this is a dude that the Avengers are equipped to handle. I think this is a, this is a, a, a good dude. I, I, he's, he's a little goofy. Like, I don't actually, like, I, I wish that he was a little bit better as I wish this entire show was sure. just like 20% <laughs> yeah. better. Cause he's, he doesn't have any like really good lines. Like I feel like if he no, had no, somebody no. with, um, I don't remember the guy's Apocalypse's name. Speeches, Apocalypse like Apocalypse course, exactly, exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also like he, that Ant-Man is recording all of this, by the way, like he hits a button on the console shows it to you. so that we could, we could make sure that like whoever comes later, like whoever plays through the system shock version of this Avengers cartoon is going <laughs> to get, get his environmental storytelling from Hank Pym. Dude, you know, that's my dream. I'm going like, to find like Hank, Hank Pym's corpse and just learn all of his cool secrets. Oh you know, God. That's what I want. Here lies Scarlet Witch and the Hulk. They could never breed because Joss yeah, Whedon. <laughs> um but like it it is like this is cool showing the stakes is cool like when i just to build off a point you said like him as an avengers villain makes a lot of sense because marvel can one of the big comparisons between marvel and dc is that like Mm. uh marvel does a lot fewer of like the gigantic huge widescreen threats like justice league is always going off and fighting space shit and in marvel that stuff is kind of relegated to like fantastic four and its own thing like if something from space visits Earth or like some kind of big cosmic threat, uh, it's huge. It's a really big deal. It's all hands on deck. Like the entire Marvel universe comes together to fight Galactus or whatever. Um, in the DC universe, like they have the Justice League. The Justice League are the, the biggest guns and they go and take care of the stuff. That should be kind of what the Avengers do. Um, and Marvel like never quite got the exact same thing. Like when, when Marvel does that with the Avengers, they fight like Kang. Uh, who's a really good, like he's, he's a good example of it or like Morgan Le Fay. Like there's like a medieval witch, you know, they fight. It's weird shit. Like they, I think they never quite got good at that uh, doing, you know, or Thanos is one too, but Thanos is more of like a cosmic thing and he fights a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and otherwise it's like Ultron, which uh, like Ultron is a, is a very permanent member of the cast of this cartoon that we're watching. Yeah. And I am I, like, it's episode three and I am already fucking done with Ultron. 
I've yeah, watched yeah. I, I've good. watched four, five, and six, and seven, and I'm fucking done with Ultron yeah, yeah. already. Uh, I, I, Making I do, him a, a recurring villain is a terrible idea. Yeah, for this. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, I I do I, I'm kind of interested in this to go off into a little bit of a tangent. Like after Thanos, like what are they going to do with the 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 MCU? Like what the, the what the big bad villain is going to be? And I kind of like can't help myself but wanting it to be Galactus. Like I don't know how they could actually pull that yeah. off, but they've they've been relatively like. Maybe they'll make him giant and purple. Like they've done that with all of their other villains. So like maybe that'll work with yeah. Galactus, who is also giant and purple. So who knows? They have to uh they have to get the if they get the Fox rights, because that that's been up in the air, but they can do Galactus because he belongs to Fantastic Four. Yeah. Which Fox owns. Um I would love Galactus. And that shit. Like that would be really cool. I mean, I want them to roll the Fantastic Four in anyway, but Me too. Yeah. Um I like I like the Fantastic Four. Um the uh so they're all just shooting beams at uh a Kang, nothing's really working. They hit him, uh, but then Kang retaliates and he throws a Pokeball at the Wasp, and the Wasp gets stuck in a Pokeball uh, for most of this episode. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Kang threatens to crush the Pokeball. Um, you know he's he's gonna he's gonna do terrible things. Ant Man, in the meantime, has figured out a way to to possibly uh, stop Kang from returning to to his own time. And I, like he's I, figured out some science shit. I do want to mention that um, throughout all of this, like as as the Avengers are attacking Kang, Tigra has not like given up. She's not going to the old Avengers home or anything. She's not hanging out. Yeah, with, she she is like still like rolling and like going hard against Kang, even though she's like I got all gray hair now, which I think is kind of cool. Like, get, it's we don't get representation of old ladies in, in games or cartoons or anything like this, so it's nice to see this happen. Like, I want I want my grandmas in, in video games. I want my grandmas in cartoons, and this is really great. Yeah. And she and she's like one of the closer things this cartoon has to a good character. Yes, agreed. You know, like, yeah. um, <clears throat> so what what happened was, uh, Kang is threatening to crush the Pokeball, um, and it has the Wasp in it. And Hank comes up and says, like, No, don't do it. I'll give you anything you want. All the Avengers are flipping out. Uh, Hawkeye throws a little fit, throws his bow on the ground. Like everybody's unhappy about this. Um, it turns out, like, of course, to be a feint, he made a fake obelisk. Uh, while everyone else is shooting lasers for a brief second, Kang turns upside down when he puts it in his chest. Like you noticed that, right? Yeah, I did. Honestly, I just thought it was an animation mistake, but like it has to be on purpose, right? Like that has to be like a signal that something is weird with this. Is it again, whatever they can do to save money. Like they already had him writhing and they just want, they just took that, that cell and put it upside down to show that things are gone wrong, you know, with him. It's so fucking cheap yeah man it's like, it's, not it's great. pretty amazing the whole build-up too is um like as, as as hank is trying to sell this to king of like oh yeah i'm totally gonna do it and the all of the avengers are basically yelling at hank like hawkeye is going fucking nuts yeah right <laughs> he is <laughs> so we cannot <laughs> underestimate like hawkeye stays at a certain point of aggressiveness and anger at this throughout this entire cartoon that i'm i'm kind of starting to love like he's just so mad i can't believe you would do this and yeah and hank is like what would it be it's just one avenger versus millions of lives like sacrificing his wife like it's no big deal yeah. hawkeye is so mad it's so good I, i'm so i'm so glad you're coming around now because during the next episode like i laughed a lot at hank or hawkeye just yelling oh my god and just dude, being an absolute douchebag for like a half hour <laughs> i'm so here for good. it it's hell the twist at the end of that episode too is like okay like i i, mm-hmm. I, I honestly saw it happening but I, I mean you could still be a bad guy i don't know <laughs> i'm telling you man it's it's not a good cartoon but there's joy to be wrung from it sure um, yeah I'm, I'm here it, for like it, not man. least of which like 
they incapacitate uh, uh, Kang, and we get this like in real time thing of the Vision walking up, picking Kang up, putting him on the back of a motorcycle, <laughs> Tigra fall, jumping on top, and the two of them just blasting away to Lollapalooza like, afterwards. <laughs> time to go to Bernie Man. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Uh, I love, I love it when he a, when he yeah. puts the obelisk in his chest too. Like it, like not even like the center part of his chest opens for for him to insert the obelisk in. Like it's like mm-hmm. something to the um like right of his breast of of his pec. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a weird position in his like chest muscle that he puts that inside of himself before they they obviously take him off and and leave. And he's like I guess sent to prison or whatever. And all of the weird aging stuff, including like buildings and young dudes being turned into short old dudes all are is all undone because it's a cartoon so yay so yeah so that's the end of end of that episode which is like again better than one and two without being great um i think i think this fourth episode is as close to the show gets to like transcendently funny and dumb um <laughs> have you can you can you say that honestly have you watched all 13 episodes already no okay no, no, I, I can i can do two of ep- I tried to watch four of them so we could record three episodes today and could only watch two at a time. And then I have to, I have to go. I, uh, um, so, so yesterday I, I had a bunch of free time and I was like, okay, so Gary wants to do three episodes tomorrow. I'm totally into that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm going to review episode three and four, which I'd already watched. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to watch five, six, seven, and eight. I got to six and I was yep. like, I am fucking done. I never want to watch this show again. <laughs> keep, keep in mind that like, if you skip the intros, it's like 18 minutes an episode. So we're talking about two hours of content is <laughs> cannot definitively too much. I cannot hang. Yeah. <laughs> cannot hang. Um, Episode four here comes a swordsman, uh, where Hawkeye must face his past and old, past and old mentor swordsman, <laughs> uh, who comes a swordsman. Um, so this, uh, this is, this is the episode where Hawkeye is just screaming and throwing a tantrum for 20 minutes and I'm here for it. Uh, sure. Pretty think this is pretty funny. Um, I actually, actually kind of dig this, this, this trendy montage that they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. this, this feels like a very Avengers or a very X-Men. This feels like a very superhero thing to do. Like this feels like a very comic book thing to do of like, Oh, we're, we are superheroes. Like we have to go out and fight crime or fight super villainy. So let's train to make sure that we're up to that task. Like it feels very like, uh, in the MCU, you saw this at the very end of, I think, um, age of Ultron where they go in and like, Oh, we have a new group of recruits. Let's train them. And like, you see all of the new yeah. Avengers, like, and that, that actually feels kind of good. Like I, I kind of dig this. Oh yeah. I like it much more than the, than characters just knowing how to do this shit. You know, where like, um, you know, we, we talked about, um, mystique just all of a sudden becoming a Kung Fu expert and that being yeah. kind of unsatisfying, you know? Um, I like that they, you know, the show's on train in this like kind of fake ass danger room. Um, uh, it doesn't mean there's not, and the action is actually better than average for the show. Cause it's not just people standing stock still and shooting beams. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Hawkeye and Falcon. They're training. They're kind of, at first they're just kind of making fun of each other. And it seems like they're, you know, on the same page here, but Hawkeye, uh, shoots an arrow at a console, which pumps up the difficulty yeah, it's, in a, it's a in difficulty way that feels, uh, you haven't seen that. In the Witcher three? <laughs> it's the double D <laughs> maneuver. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, he does the double D. And uh, this this makes things go badly very quickly where uh, a, a missile or a laser hits a thing he's hanging on. He almost full, falls in the spinning fan blades. And Hawkeye has to shoot this grappling ankle <laughs> at him. <laughs> like, it's a very specific costume, uh, you know, feature that Hawk, uh, that uh, Falcon has. 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, very funny. I, I like I like the like ongoing um like kind of competition between Falcon and Hawkeye as well. Like uh because yeah, ostensibly we we saw it with their um very very white man dap handshake that they did <laughs> the, <laughs> the open palm <laughs> to fist dap that Hawkeye and Wonder Man um have in common with one another. Uh, that like Hawkeye and Wonder Man were very very tight. They were very tight as uh Jake from mm. Brooklyn Nine would say. Um, but Falcon is kind of, you know, since Wonder Man's body got stolen by, uh, Ultron and his mind was transplanted by Hank Pym into, um, Vision, Falcon has kind of taken over Wonder Man's place. And so, like, Hawkeye Mm -hmm. obviously has a problem with him. And I kind of dig this. I kind of dig this, like, rivalry that they have going. Yeah. Well, and just he's also the new guy. Yes. Also that. Yeah. Um, so they, they all get called away from almost dying to go watch a PowerPoint about ice nine, um, like a government agent is showing them ice nine from Kervonica's cat's cradle, like a thing they can put, uh, onto, uh, anything that has moisture that solidifies into crystals. Oh, you mean anthrax? Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, my thrax, my thrax, <laughs> like an app to find your own anthrax, Jeremy. <laughs> It's so good. It's fine. My thrax. <laughs> just like Siri, give me some anthrax opening up my thrax. You know, with with Mythrax, with its fucking in-app purchases for rubella and, like, <laughs> with the bubonic plague and shit. They're like, just going to keep talking about Mythrax this entire episode. It never loses its its hilarity to me. Every time they say the it's word really Mythrax, good. it just it just Dude, makes me crack up. We're we're actually in a dense couple minutes, because I, I rewatched these when we were recording, and I just uh, noticed something pretty amazing. So, like, uh, you know, the government's call uh, has this Mythrax that's been stolen, you know? Um, the vendors research where it could be. What this fucking involves, my friend, is the wasp is looking at a series, uh, a monitor, and I paused it on the monitor that she's looking at, and it is all restaurants, uh, and businesses, and some of these are amazing. Um, so the, there's, <laughs> if you're, if you're uh, the paused right hat. now, if you're in VLC, I need you to take a snapshot of this right now, and I will use it as the cover art for this episode. I want, I, w- I want How, to see uh, this. Yeah, let me, um, let me, let me do so. What, I don't know. I don't have a, a, a robust snapshot thing, but I can, uh, do a control print screen and Perfect. open up a paint. That's, that works for me. Um, yeah. the, uh, very, very good. There's a place called, uh, Money Launder. Mm, um, yes. Ben's Eatery, uh, William So, a place just called Heck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lamb's Wool, uh, Walk Aroma. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, yeah. the dish. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, you know, just called Walk Aroma. Um, we got a place called Simple Simon, a place called Pig Knuckles, Monkey Meat. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Howie's Milk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jeremy, Howie's Milk. Yeah. Howie's Milk. You've never been to Howie's Milk, Gary? It's Dude so shoes. It's, a, it's kind of a standard place down here. I thought I took you to it when you visited. Did yeah. I not take you to Howie's Howie, Milk? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't go to Howie and drink, slurp up some of Howie's Milk. Um, it's fucking weird. They, and they go, uh, they, 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 a few of they them. soak milk in cereal so that you actually get cereal milk. That's, that's the, that's the <laughs> gimmick of Howie's milk. So you can have like Captain Crunch milk. You can have <laughs> strawberry Captain Crunch milk. It's only Captain Crunch flavors <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Jeremy, there's one of these stores called Sorry Pam. S A R I or S O R R Y? No. like, I'm sorry. I mean, if that's where Pam goes to get her sorries, and that's a pretty legit place, Gary. Stop being xenophobic. Dude, this is super good. God, I love it. Um, It's it's super good, and I don't understand why she's looking through restaurants to to get this mythrax. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't either. I didn't write any of this down. I, I don't even think I was looking at the screen during this point. I was just like, yes, they found the Mythrax. I don't know where they yeah. how they did it. They just they just like looked at a computer and they found the Mythrax. <laughs> it was at a Chinese restaurant apparently for some reason. Sure. Uh, even though we find out that not that's not true. Um, as they're going to go take care of this, the president reminds Ant Man that Hawkeye uh, failed to protect the or not the president, the uh, government agent failed to protect the president, and we get a flashback to episode one again. Anything they can do to not animate, um, and watching the scene again like he didn't really fuck up or anything he just got hurt for a second yeah what, what he what he did was not protect the president like he wasn't uh, sticking on the he was like deci- decided to attack the fake news vans which i will never <laughs> the fake news vans he, still, he, he doesn't do that though he's he, i think that's what they say but he's attacking the uh the drones that are coming in to attack the president ah. and then one of the drones tags him like i don't think he actually did anything wrong again not to be on hawkeye's side in this i mean i am on his side once we see his outfit later but like <laughs> He, he doesn't really do anything wrong. How can you wear battle armor with the midriff exposed? That's my question for this Dude, episode. Yeah, it, it's incredible. The outfit that he gets into is just like really, really phenomenal. This uh, this government guy is going to become like kind of a, a major figure over the next few episodes. And all he does, all he seemingly does is either yell at Hawkeye for doing a bad job or yell at the Avengers for doing a bad job. Yeah. And is this a dude that exists in the comics? Like, I don't, I, I've read, I've read Avengers like when I was reading X-Men, I was reading Marvel and like the late 80s early 90s like i i still think i have those comic books in my garage somewhere but like i don't really remember like i don't, I don't i'm not going to remember like side government characters is this a dude <laughs> like he he almost has to be but i don't know who he is yeah man like it's it's, yeah. it's such a weird character that like it's a government agent it remind it's it's this dude from the like again the avengers mcu movies who is like yelling at the avengers for not doing a good job even though he let the hulk out <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the one, the one who fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, so this all kind of culminates in uh, Hawkeye just throwing a real fit. Oh man, he pitches like, he's a bitch. Just, yeah, and and everyone's standing up for him. Like no one's saying like, "Yeah, you're out, buddy." Like like Ant Man is actually going to bat for him. You know, and, and like they're just like, "No, we're not going to get rid of Hawkeye. Don't be ridiculous. We love Hawkeye." And Hawkeye's like, "I can't believe it. This is so dumb." You know, and just like yelling about shit. Uh, quits this is all part of a master plan um somehow right because like he ends up finding he's kind of undercover you know because because he leaves and he leaves to go to the circus they found out that the the mythrax attacks only happen during a certain circus things a certain when the circus is in town he goes to the circus he says hey you might have a strong man you don't have an archer i'm the best there is and it, it has to be a feint because otherwise the idea is that Hawkeye wants to go be a circus archer. Like, can you imagine that? Like him being happy, just like shooting targets from 50 feet away or whatever? It, it really? Because watching the episode, like I, I try to give these episodes like the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, okay, take me on your journey. Like, okay, if you're going to make Hawkeye be mad, then take me on this journey of Hawkeye being mad. Like, you're going to leave, you're going to leave all of your battle armor behind and you're going to go join the circus? Like, what, how yeah. would anybody believe this? He's going to, immediately he's going to meet his old uh, mentor, the swordsman who trained him how to do flips and shit like he was Robin um, from a totally different mm. universe. But why would, why would the swordsman be like, oh, you're back from the Avengers. You want to join the carnival? Cool. I'm yeah. here too. I'm still here. It's all it's gonna yeah, be great. I'm gonna, Let's do flips. I'm going to go as far as to say that's kind of a downgrade. 
uh, our culture doesn't look well on circus people, Jeremy. It doesn't. Like, we no, don't like for better or worse. Folk. It does not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say for better. I'll go ahead and just make the call. Like I don't wow. think we need to respect wow. the circus. Guess we're going to lose uh, on, that, on that circus market. <laughs> Let me yeah, go to Fireside right now and see listeners. where how many of our downloads are coming from. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> from PT Bartum's like forgotten continent or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, they do a flashback of him teaching him also to do crimes. Uh, cause you know, Hawkeye used to be a villain. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the ringmaster shows up and swordsman's like trying to vouch for him. The ringmaster who has a hypno hat, uh, and is definitely a super villain and is dressed like a super villain, uh, comes up and, uh, and just says like, you're, you're, you're a spy. And he goes, no, I'm a good archer. Hire me. And uh ringmaster says, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly what I'm looking for. That's, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was easy. The swordsman has two daggers strapped to his arms, like the top of his arm. So I know that he, I can trust him and you. <laughs> yeah, you guys are, we're all dressed like idiots here. Can you, the only way I'll hire you if you, if you can out idiot us. Can you come up with a costume? <laughs> Go look in that costume thing and put together random pieces until you look more like a fucking moron, Hawkeye. And he does. Totally uh, does. Yes. Yeah, it's real good. Um, so we, we go back to the Avengers. They're watching on a screen. They, they've determined where the circus is. Uh, they armor up. Again, anything to avoid animating. Yes. Uh, main contact. And then they, they fly out towards the, uh, the circus. I do love, um, another thing that's consistent throughout this cartoon is that they have like kind of video feeds of everything that we've just watched. Like it's a really, it's a really, it's a really nice thing that like anything that the viewer has seen, they just have, it's, oh, that's a camera and we can also view it back in the Avengers mansion. Mm -hmm. Like that's a thing. That's a thing that definitely exists. (laughs) Everyone's wearing Google glass. Yes. Like all the time. time. And we can hack into it constantly. It just, especially because, uh, it's like how the police have like dash cams. Yes. The Avengers just have Avengers cams. You know, um, oh, I don't know shit. if you've delved into YouTube with the Russian dash cams at all. Have you, have you done this, this YouTube I've, I've definitely seen, I've never delved, but I've had some people link some. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. it's, I, I would, I, I, there's a, there's good money in like Avengers dash cams. I think of just like Hell yeah, man. one dash cam and like a Captain America just like streaks across one day. <laughs> like, It'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be absolutely incredible. It'd be great. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. So the yeah. Avengers like figure out where um where they are, right? Like they they analyze I'm kind of I'm kind of lost in this episode by the way. Like I think they figure out where oh there's all of the labs that are carrying the Mythrax have been hit except for one. So they're like, "Oh, we have to go to this last lab where they're going to go hit this." So they try to like go out there to prevent the robbery, but just find it being robbed as they as they show up. Mm-hmm. The uh so while that's happening there's a little fight uh in air. Um they they fire like I'm glad you have this in the notes because they fire a dude at the vision. Yes, a, they, they they fire a heat seeking man missile. <laughs> just, <laughs> vision. You would you would think that this and is unusual, all, but like all, what happens is he just literally turns intangible and then turns to stone again when the heat seeking man missile comes back around after he passes. It's through. his only move. Yeah, this is this dude. is the vision move. This is the vision special, right? Like this is the fastball vision special or whatever. It, if you have uh, the same files I do, um, at uh, about 11 minutes in, the ringmaster is hanging out with a dude who looks like he's from Jane's Addiction, uh, who's got a bucket hat and glasses and a goatee, sure, yeah. and he's wearing a t-shirt over a long sleeve shirt. That's <laughs> really good. And then that's right before they show Hawkeye's new outfit. Like, the fashion in this show is 
among the the most. Do you think that there it's was not a, best or worst? It's just most. Do you think that there was a single woman on the staff of this cartoon? <laughs> no, because <laughs> this definitely feels like a weird, like fourteen year olds version of everything that people would want to see, right? Like again, <laughs> yep. going back to the first episode where I, I, I was completely blown away that Hawkeye's power up armor was buckling another Avengers belt on top of his previous <laughs> Avengers belt. That's a, a belt very like fourteen year old thing to think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kids love belts. Sure. Yeah. Um, especially since they get hit with them and then they want revenge. And let's, uh, um, let's camp out on, a, on a Hawkeye's armor for a little bit. You, yeah. You it's really good. I'm, I need to go back to a good still shot of it. Cause his, his sword is, his archer circus armor is just taking off most of his clothes and getting a cape. Yeah. Me too. Like we only see it for a second here. We're going to see a lot more of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like me at home. Sure. Is, is his, his circus mode. <laughs> Like it's, it's, he's wearing a cape with no shirt. So just imagine just a cape. It goes like halfway down his chest and then very tight bike shorts. I love it. Gary. And that's it. And, and, and two black armbands because he's mourning something. <laughs> the you know? day that shot the man who said peace could last. Sorry. I don't, I don't mean to turn this into a Guns N' Roses podcast. My bad. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, at, right at, um, 1048, you get to see the guy with the bucket hat. Uh, swordsman and Hawkeye, like all together, and it's like just a fashion, like, uh, bouquet. And the swordsman's supposed to be holding a sword, and they didn't animate it. They didn't draw it into his hand. Yeah, he, uh, instead he's, he's doing the, uh, he's doing like if you're Dark Souls two hand, Dark Souls mode. two, two hand maneuver. Yep. Exactly. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was going to go for. Thank you very much. Fucking A, dude. This is incredible. You know what this like, is? This, this is... is if you were at a rap battle and you get up, and this is the, <laughs> this is the perspective that you see of Eminem, his background white guy with the weird helmet, and also the one token black <laughs> dude on, on the backhand side. This is Scribble Jam two, uh, 1997 or something, right? Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I love, uh, man, Hawkeye is so clearly wearing those little weird little booties without socks too. Yeah, man. Like everything, it's like he just like, you hit random on an MMO, uh, clothing thing enough times to get this outfit. Yeah, this very, like, this, this very much feels like a, uh, no middle sliders from, uh, Monster Factory, yeah. right? Like this, yep. this is what this feels, except for just for clothes because otherwise he's, he's a hunk. Like he's just shredded. Yeah. Like he's got a good, a good body type or whatever. Yeah. I am, uh, uh, I am continually amazed. I, I guess the, the, the fashion, like we keep talking about it, but like Gary, like it, it just keeps getting wilder and wilder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I just I, I hope it never gets better. I hope there's not one outfit in this whole fucking show that looks cool. Oh, like, uh, Gary, I don't know if you've seen uh, season one, episode five, or uh, episode oh, yeah, episode five, the jungle outfits. I just want to pretend. Yeah, I have my friend. The um, so this is we I mean we can't camp out on that too long because everything that happens here is fucking insane. So like, uh, Ringmaster uses his helmet to make uh to cloud everyone's mind and make everybody disappear. So like. One pretty big downgrade from Kang the Conqueror to a guy with a hat, <laughs> but two, he leaves all the bombs for some reason. The Avengers go in there and they're like, "Some of these bombs are real, some are fake." Falcon says, "These mind tricks don't work on Red Wing. Why?" Uh, and this Falcon takes care of it. Like the Falcon comes up, carries a big canister of bombs, goes up in the sky, gets blown up and hurt, and then like he sacrifices his pet to go do this Avengers work. Um. I, it's so weird. Like you could just have the like the the bird sniff out the right bomb, and you guys could have taken care of it because you're superheroes instead of letting the bird go and get blown up. How many um how many versions of Red Wing do you think that we're on? Yeah, <laughs> is, this, is this Mark Two or Mark Five? Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? Whenever whenever Red Wing dies, the um the other Avengers go to the pet store with a picture. 
and just say like, can you get me one that looks like this? And, uh, Falcon's an idiot. So he falls for it every single time. Falcon is yeah. like, thanks. Thanks, Hank Pym. This looks almost exactly like Red Wing. I really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And, and Red Wing, like in no uncertain terms gets blown up. Like he falls down like limply and, and, uh, Falcon comes and catches him, but it's a huge fucking explosion of not just a bomb. It's like Mythrax, right? Like how, I don't know how he didn't get covered in crystals and fucking not anthrax, but. I uh, mean, I I don't know either. I, there's some, there's some really ridiculous idiots, stuff that happens in this cartoon, Carrie. <laughs> guys, everyone's an idiot. They're all morons, like way worse than the X Men. The uh, I'm sorry, I called any X Men idiots. The, uh, the the first person stuff that happens with Vision when he's like engaging with an enemy, and it's just like mm-hmm. it, it, ostensibly it's a UI that Vision is seeing, but it has buttons all the way down the bottom and the top, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. what what are you are you? <laughs> It's, yep. it's a HUD. It's not a keyboard. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's like he's it's System Shock One, it's not System Shock Two. And then he calculates that all of this stuff, because that's what I guess that they're doing. Like there's a series of like symbols and glyphs on the right hand side that are scrolling. And then it, his his calculations determine that he should once again turn to stone and fix the yep. problem. <laughs> to his move. This this cartoon is full of just people just doing the obvious thing. <laughs> Um, there's a really, in the episode with Captain America, which we're going to get to, that's one of my favorite, like, things ever, where Hank Pym, like, calls out a maneuver, and then Captain America just says, everybody do whatever you want, and that's the right thing to do. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good, man. Um, It's so hilarious. That's so, that's so funny. So, so they're, they're chasing him. They, uh, they, they, we got a fight here. Um, uh, Scarlet Witch makes, uh, a ringmaster hallucinate like turns his power back against him. So he sees a gigantic snake, but Hawkeye pops out of the truck to turn the tides and starts firing arrows at the Avengers. This other dude comes up and does flips and strongman shit. Cause they've got a bunch of superheroes apparently on their side. Yeah. Why not? Um, I think this is the circus of crime is the name of this team, but they, we only see uh, three members of the circus of crime. So man, you could have, uh, you could have given me a lot more circus and a lot less crime. And I would have been very happy with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like the circus crime mullet, like sure, yeah, circus crime in up the front, front circus in the back. back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good, uh, uh, and, and like the the swordsman still thinks he's got like got something going on here, right? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he takes off, like he's you know, uh, Hawkeye is like you know we can't let him, we can't let the ringmaster have this thing, uh, this thing. Swordsman says yes. They go into a sewer, like the way you can't just like walk into a sewer, you know? Sure. Um, cause Swordsman, Swordsman's tricking him. Uh, Ringmaster gets into an aim outfit, uh, as well, thinking he has the Mythrax, but Swordsman swapped it out because that's a very, that happens a lot in this too. That's, you got Kang's dog. Um, <laughs> and like, but this is Swordsman's villain turn. He says like, actually, we're going to sell the Mythrax. Me and you, we're back to crime, bro. Yeah. And yeah, it's, so. it's, I know Hawkeye was like a like a like a crime dude originally in the comics or whatever, but like yeah. this this swordsman thing is just so obvious. Like I don't, it's yeah. it's just it's it's just kind of ter- like his turn of like oh I I'm I'm respond I'm you know beholden to people much more powerful than the ringmaster. Like I gotta hope so. Like my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how could you not? My boss Brian. I'm beholden Smith to people is, who are more powerful than. The than <laughs> I like you know yeah the the uh your boss is more powerful than the ringmaster Jeremy like <laughs> the um my, my boss is Michael Scott and I, he is more powerful than the ringmaster yeah, <laughs> more powerful and better 
the um so uh Hawkeye decides not to go along with it, so they fight. Uh Swordsman uses his, his super sword, zaps uh Hawkeye's bow, uh pulls out his weird little daggers, uh distracts Hawkeye long enough, and Hawkeye goes to like go defuse the bomb uh here while he runs away uh with his store. And Hawkeye uh starts defusing a bomb, gets to pulls two wires that don't do anything then gives up and throws it into the sewer. <laughs> it's real good. Yeah. He's not a science guy, Gary. He knows what his strength is. No. His strength is throwing bombs into sewers, okay? That's what yeah. he was trained he's not for. that good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, luckily enough, when he throws the bomb in the sewer, uh, who pops out but our, our old buddy, Hank Pym, who has yep. shrunk himself down to defuse the bomb from the inside. And, yes, uh, which we don't see. No, you know that might have been a cool thing to see, kids, but like we don't. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't. I'm, do you want to see Ant Man do cool stuff? I'm sorry, you need a microscope to do that. We don't. Have, we can't afford yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you think? So who do you think we have in this show? Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, 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 he has uh, all the charm of of Paul Rudd, but it's like Rudd with four D's, and he's a, you know, it's, it's a, Paul a Rudd from um. What is the summer camp movie whose name I can't ever remember? Um, oh, that that I do not know. No, it's it's the it's the, where he like. Oh man, I know you know that because I think you were the one that inspired me to watch it. The the one with um, Amy Poehler. Oh, uh, uh, my wet hot American summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just kicking. Yeah. He's in the he's, he's in the lunchroom, just kicking <laughs> the thing and be like, I don't want to. That's what the Ant Man I want to see. The attitude he has during that is very uh, Hawkeye. Actually, it is. It's, it's more Hawkeye yeah. than Ant Man. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, um, so the government's very happy. Yes. Uh, they welcome Hawkeye back, but we get a uh, swordsman reporting to the fucking Zodiac, like talking oh, about man. weird Avengers villains. Yeah. Um, I cannot, I think these are the big bads for like the two parter at the end and I am here for it. I cannot wait for the fucking Zodiac. Hey Gary, <laughs> Some uh, weird this, Jim Steranko this, shit. This is episode, this is episode, I think 48 and this is the second mm-hmm. episode of the Avengers. I don't remember what episode we're going to be on when we get to the Zodiac. Can you name all 12 members of the Zodiac right now for, for the crowd? Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. They're just they're just signs. Like they're just named like Taurus, Sagittarius. That's two. Uh, so it'd be like Taurus, Sagittarius, <laughs> Pisces, uh, Cancer, um, Virgo, Scorpio. Uh, 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 people are people are going crazy. So yeah, maybe not actually. I, I definitely thought I could if I, if I had a calendar. I feel like I could. You got half. You're like you're six. You're six yeah. out of twelve so far. So I'm, six out of twelve isn't bad. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Gemini. Um. There's two of them that are bowls. That's what always throws me off. That are there's like a bowl, and then there's a, a pretty much a bowl. Like it's Taurus and uh, another one that's like Taurus. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, bowls or vol? What are you saying? Bowl. Like there's Taurus, which a is a bowl. Bowl. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and yeah. there's another one that's like essentially the same thing. Leo is another one. Yeah. Not to like nine or ten. Like that's not bad. Yeah, you're, you're 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 at ten right now, so you only got two left. Did you say yeah. Cancer already? I did. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't. I, don't, I, I definitely um, don't know them. So I was just curious if you could go through all of them. Yeah. Did I say? Uh, the, yeah. The, uh, Taurus, um, Leo. Like I should. I need to remember the, those ones that because uh, they're, they're binding of Isaac items as well. Yeah, that's why. That's why I kind of figured you could 11. nail this. To be honest yep. with you. <laughs> so, so just got the just got the eleventh one, Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, did I say Pisces already? I don't think you said Pisces. No. There we go. There you go. I saw twelve. Good job, oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Hey, and if and, yeah. it, and if you think that he did something wrong, then um, you can at at Cole Ross on Twitter. <laughs> that's the that's the person yeah. to direct all of yeah. our zodiac problems, our zodiac 
<laughs> in fact, all of our problems. Yeah, just I mean, like if you have uh, a problem in general, just at Cole Ross. Yeah. That's that's a it's a good place to put that. Five star reviews go on iTunes. One star reviews go at Cole Ross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Well, that should be a gimmick of the uh, show where we just don't tell Cole about this. It's, it's to see how long it takes him to realize that we're just I, dragging I, him in public. For this show, like, it would be a little bit hard to do. I bet you, I, I guarantee I can start getting people to tweet everything to guppy reviews at Cole. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> like, I think it actually hurts that show making people put reviews in places nobody will see them. But the nice thing is me or Will don't give any kind of shit. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty fun. There's been a couple good good things that have turned up. So, oh mercy, Avengers. Um, that's it. That's it for these two episodes. Yes. Which I think again, I think are better than the first two. Um, they they um, are uh, only for like sheer audacity. I think. Um, yeah. Just just the out there costumes, the out there the out there plots. Um, it's it's amazing the ways that they find the Avengers to fight somebody where they don't actually fight somebody at all. Like nobody punches the swordsman, nobody punches the ringmaster. No, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's which really is weird. really impressive for a show about punching villains. <laughs> yeah, there's not really fights in a, in a traditional sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very very surprised by that. But these are more fun. I think the next two are fun as well. Um, not the first one so much, but the second one is. Um, the one with Captain America is very just, and also like if you're not with me on the Hank Pym is cool thing, if you think Hank Pym sucks, uh, so does episode six of this cartoon for like 95% of it. So <laughs> you get to watch him be very, uh, very upset and put down. It's really, pretty much continuously. It's really funny. Um, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let's let the people go home and, and listen to other podcasts yeah. and we can, we can go, uh, to do something that with our lives, that's not talk about Hank Pym. Indeed. Um, if you Indeed. liked this episode, you should go support the network at patreon.com slash duck TV. A couple of bucks a month to get you, um, all kinds of cool benefits like episodes early. It gets you, uh, access to the Slack channel where you can come talk to me and Gary about, um, all of the 50 years of X-Men history and how problematic that is. Um, Mm -hmm. you should, you should definitely do that. Um, if you can't leave an iTunes review, if you can't do that, tell a friend about the podcast. If you can't do that, just Mm -hmm. listen. That's fine too. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Just listen. That's fine. Yeah, We appreciate that. Get the the numbers up. Um, yeah, that's about it. And also I encourage you to go to duckfeed.tv slash store and pick up the diggity duck bundle. Number two. Uh, if you think we're all out of X-Men content, you got another thing coming because we, uh, you're like, Oh, there's other X-Men cartoons, X-Men evolution. And we're like, keep going. Yep. Keep going. And they're like, Wolverine and the X-Men keep going. Uh, because there's an, an X-Men anime that we covered. There, uh, we did, uh, two hours through about 12 episodes of that cartoon. Yep. And uh, I feel like 12 episodes of that cartoon has about 45 minutes of content. Yeah. There, so, there's an extended, uh, um, uh, uh, <laughs> there's an extended, like just tangent about us just talking about the way we do our laundry in the, like in the middle 45 of that. So like yep. definitely stay tuned for that. Um, there's actually, <laughs> yep. there's actually an interesting crossover, uh, in the Diggity Duck Bundle Volume 2, you guys had Richard Pilbeam on for uh, the return of Bonfire Side Chat to talk about the cut content of Bloodborne and some Dark Souls games. And uh, as as we released the Diggity Duck Bundle, Richard told me that he had not only the X-Men anime, but all of those old Marvel, Marvel animes. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there, there's four. There's three of them, I think. There's Blade. There's, uh, there's four. There's X-Men, Blade, Iron Man, and um, Wolverine. And, uh, I, I am, he, he says he hasn't watched any of them, so I don't really know why I'm talking about this. I'm just insanely curious about that Iron Man anime. Like I, I'm, I'm probably going to buy that and watch it. Gary. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you have fun with that. I, I don't like being bo- like, I need things to be at least funny. 
so <laughs> the uh the thing about this X-Men or this Avengers cartoon is it's fucking terrible and yes it's boring but like when you actually like condense it it's fun to talk about I'm not bored like the the content of the Swordsman episode would be 12 episodes of that cartoon yes 100% yeah. I'm telling you um, the, the the good thing about uh, about not being an anime is that they actually kind of get through plots pretty quick and move on to some other shit. So yeah, yep, yep. At least at the very least, there's new scenery. Yeah, like it's like driving through a series of bad neighborhoods, <laughs> as opposed to being on a train with no windows, <laughs> which is what anime is. Sure, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm down with that. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's the difference between Dark Souls and Kingdom Hearts. Am I right, Gary? <laughs> it's exactly it. Yeah, blocked. Um, the- <laughs> uh, we love you all. If you if you want to keep listening to this, go to uh, daysoffuturecast.com and uh, go check out all of the previous episodes. You can also go to daysoffuturecast.com slash schedule and keep up if you want to watch along with us. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks with episodes five and six of the Avengers United They Stand from 1999. Hell yeah. Please, please, please listen. Because <laughs> we're Hank not doing Bim this for the other very good boys. Yeah. Good night.